You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Welcome to Expansion, a podcast about personal and professional growth here at EXP Realty. I'm your host, Glenn Sanford, the founder of EXP, and each Tuesday and Thursday, I'll be talking to one of our icon agents about their careers, success, and ultimately what inspires them. Today, I'm excited to welcome Sylvia Gauss of Sylvia Gauss & Associates. Welcome, Sylvia. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, no, thanks for being here. So you started your business um, almost at like where most people would say is like the wrong time to get in the business. I think you got in like at the bottom of the housing market. I got in. How did that how did that choice come about? And <sighs> yeah, I started right in right when the market was, I guess it had already crashed technically, <clears throat> but I didn't know it crashed. <laughs> so I decided that um I wanted to, I, I had a baby and I decided that this was going to be the last child and I wanted to be in the car rider line. I, I wanted to be at school. I wanted to participate. And um, we just made a family decision. We were just at a point where I could go and do this full time. Well, I can go and do real estate um, and be a full time stay at home mom. So um, there was really, you know, I had no idea the market was crashing, but I said, well, real estate sounds funny to give me flexibility. And, and, and <laughs> that's how it started. There you go. And you probably were wondering why why aren't why aren't more people taking taking the real estate class right now? I, I honestly didn't realize. I, I think you know you come into the market at a time and you learn what you learn at that time, right? So right. I, I was none the wiser. It, well, it's in, in a lot of respects, that's actually the best time to 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 learn to do something because um you know a lot of times in um, relative hindsight, when the market crashes, um a lot of people are aren't used to that. So you started when it was tough. And so, you know, the market, yeah. you know, may, may become tough again. Uh, it probably is getting um, a little tougher, probably not anywhere near what it was back in 2009, but, um, but with higher interest rates and, you know, buyers are, and how has the market been affecting, affecting, you know, you, you work in two markets, you work in, in Atlanta and Charlotte, and you kind of bounce back and forth, I think, started in Charlotte, maybe. That's correct. Yeah. I work primarily, well, no, I'm going to say I'm probably 50-50. I'd love to be primarily Charlotte, but I just built a really good business in Atlanta and um, I don't want to let it go. So, <laughs> so I, I leverage my <clears throat> my downline um, and I, I, go, I go back and forth as needed. Um, I'm probably doing more listings on the Atlanta side, though. Okay. And now, how are you generating your business? What's your primary lead source? My business is really 90 plus percent referral and spare. Okay. And is that, was that um, in the beginning, was that also where you're generating it from your sphere in the beginning or how, how would you generate your business to start? In the beginning, I actually was generating my business in the beginning. My ex-husband had several Allstate franchises and um, believe it or not, a lot of people walked in and they paid their premiums. They, they weren't doing online as much back then. Obviously it still was a lot newer. And um, we were coming into the age of short sales where the market was starting to crash. And a lot of people wanted to sell their properties. And my my husband at the time had my cards. He just literally had my cards. Like anybody would have the cards on the desk when you came in to pay premiums. Right. And that is literally how I got my business. 
Okay. So, so, and, and are you still getting that type of business or is it now hundred percent outside of that? Or um, I still get a lot of that business. Um, I also came from the corporate side HR and everyone knew that I was studying to get my real estate license. And I still get a lot of business out of a, a really big bank here in the, in the Carolinas. And then my Atlanta business is just primarily now resale business. It's, you know, they're calling me the list their properties. Everyone's trying to take advantage of the market now. Right, right. Are you getting a lot of phone calls right now, especially? I'm getting a lot of phone calls, a lot of calls to list, a lot of calls. Should I list? Should I refi? Um, but yeah, everyone's trying to get out of it and make some money in this market. Okay. Well, I, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't expect that people are thinking about refi right now, but uh, maybe you would think they'd already have a locked in right? Yeah. They, well, the question is, yeah, the question is actually, should I refi? Should I cash out? Should I um, do a HELOC or should okay. I sell? Okay. And so you're act, acting as a, a bit of a trusted advisor and helping them, you know, make those decisions. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, and it's obviously at the end of the day, it's your choice. No, nobody's refining now, but, you know, a couple months ago, people still were trying to refi, do a cash out. Right. Now, now, do you, um, how, how are you organizing your, your business? You've got, uh, you're operating in two markets, um, you know, that, uh, and you're doing work personally in both those markets going back and forth a bit. Um, how does that, how does that work? And how have you been able to be successful sort of operating in multiple markets? Well, I've really been lucky in that um, most of my clients, they know that I've relocated back primarily to the Charlotte side. And I think that trust factor is there. So they're okay with it. So I'll generally come initially to um, look at the property, get all the paperwork done. Um, or with the buyers, I'll come personally. Well, we've been doing a lot of Zoom. Um, but, you know, on occasions I do come personally. Then just to shake their hands and, you know, hug on and love on them again, just to let them know I'm here. And then um, one of my downline members will generally take over with the show. Okay, awesome. And then, or my rev share. The um, so when I think about the the that you're doing a lot of work over Zoom, uh, I'm I'm guessing that that's shifted quite a bit, mainly because of COVID. Is that is that true, or were you already doing that? No, it is definitely COVID, and I think I like it this way. Um, you know, some clients obviously you have to touch and feel them, right? But I do prefer. I think Zoom is here to stay. <laughs> I think we didn't realize how much time we wasted, right? Driving, and especially someplace like Atlanta, the traffic is horrible, right? So it could be an hour to get to a seller's property, and then you're probably there another hour, hour and a half, and then the return trip. Um, or in turn, if they're coming, they right. were coming into my office, they're fighting with traffic because I was downtown Atlanta. Right. But so I, I, I love that we're able to leverage our time a lot. So what, what percentage of your, of, of your what would have been one-on-one -on -one client meetings um, to, you know, in that pre-list listing um, type of activity, what percentage is that on Zoom versus in person? Um, probably, well, with the sellers, I'm going there personally. So all my sellers, I, I do that personally. I don't do any of them on Zoom. The buyers I do on Zoom. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I was I was interested to see if that was actually something because I, I I was like like you're blowing my mind there a bit so <laughs> but in terms of like the 
buyer consultation before you go out to look at homes? A lot of that's being done via Zoom, I assume. Yes, a lot of that's being done Zoom. A lot of it's pre preliminary as well, because, you know, when you have that initial conversation, a lot of times they don't know that they're already being interviewed, right? Um, so you're kind of, you know, kind of surfing through some information initially anyway. And then just to get on Zoom is just a preliminary. Okay, okay. And then I'll usually share my screen and then we'll, do, we'll sign the buyer paperwork and all those, you know, the good stuff. Okay. The uh, and and now you're how do you keep track of all everybody are you using KV Core? Are you using a different CRM? What what platform do you use? We use KV Core. I mean that's that's the, the tool of choice. Um, we down exported everything when we moved over, and um, we've been using it. I have a really great assistant. She's been with me for twelve years, um, and she, I do no paperwork. I mean outside of the initial, then I turn everything over to her. So she's doing the contract to close. When we close on a customer, she's putting them in. Um, I, I don't know the name of the campaign, but it's a you know after they close, she she puts them on that campaign. So it kind of nudges them a little bit to give testimonials. It reminds them that I'm here to send me a referral. There's a and it, it actually really does a good no, job. You know, KB Core. If, if agents get in and use it, and one one of the things the, the neat themes. Um, is that a lot of our icon agents, which you think about, you know, you, you know, top producing the top two, three, four percent of all agents at EXP. And, and I would say that a good 75, 70 to 75 percent of our icons, KB Core is their primary CRM, which is actually pretty interesting when you think about um, adoption of technology inside of brokerages. Um, if you get 75 percent adoption of anything, it's, you know, that's usually it's more than normal. So the fact that our top producers are using that as their primary tool is, uh, is pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. So, and listen, it's an easy tool to use. I'm not good with technology at all. And I can get in there and finagle around it. And it really has a lot of great things if you just get in there and play around with it. Um, I don't use the MLS to set up search criteria. Everything goes through the MLS. I'm sorry, everything goes through KV Core. Um, we try to keep track of everything there. So I try to go back and forth with any notations, you know, anything that I want to make sure I have documented. You know, we try to do everything as much as possible in KV Core. That's our record. Well, you're going to love then some of the, the add-ons that we've contracted with, with uh, Inside Real Estate um, here in the next couple months. And by ExpCon, um, there will be um, a whole post-sale consumer portal so that, you know, especially with home owners, they'll be able to actually do, you know, manage aspects of their home um, through a platform that will keep you sort of top of mind through that whole process. So I think there's some cool things, um, probably giving out too much information, but uh, anyway, those who listen to the podcast okay. will get a little Love bit of a, uh, of, a, of, a, <laughs> of a preview. Um, so, you, you focus a lot on turning transactions into relationships. Uh, is, you know, what's your approach to building you know, deeper relationships with your clients? Well, I care. So it's just not a transaction. And a lot of people can feel when it's just a transaction, right? When you're just after the money. You know, so I care about my customers. I care about their family. I care about their children. I, you know, I, I kind of scoped them out on on social media. Right. So when I see that someone's graduated, 
I'm sending them a congratulations. I'm I'm always invited to baby showers. To um, I just recently went to an engagement party. Um, one of my past customers just became joined a Greek organization. So I get invited to everything. And it's funny when I get invited to them, I always get introduced as the realtor. And some people that still haven't bought, but we've been speaking, they'll introduce me. That's Sylvie. That's who you've been talking to. <laughs> so for me, it's all relationship based. So I, I do, obviously I get people that I don't know through the referral, you know, through outside referrals, but more than 90% of it is coming from my sphere, past customers, um, friends and family, even out of state. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. now how has been, like you've been with EXP now, like you're coming up on a couple of years, I think. Um, and On year five now, I believe. I joined in 17, so I'm coming up on year five. Oh, year five. Oh, oh wow. Okay. I, I had here... Um, you, you've hit icon once you've got your, but you're close to your second yes. icon is what, uh, is, is my notes. So you joined EXP. Okay. Back in 2017, how has EXP been, um, maybe compared to where you were prior, where you started your career? What I think I like about EXP is EXP lets you be you, right? You can run your business for the most part, compliance wise, how you want to run it, um, so you can be your own entity within an entity, Right. Um, you guys focus on business building, you know, the revenue share, all the different avenues, um, that really make it fun. Right. I, when I, when I came in years ago, um, I remember I'm probably going to say it wrong, but you're making real estate fun again. Right. That was the thing, right? So it's a different way to do business. So it's fun to look up at the revenue share. It's fun, you know, to have that 5% going and it's, it's a life after, right. Because, you know, I don't want, I, one mm-hmm. of my real estate instructors, um, he used to say, he used to say, you guys are hauling and hoping clients, hauling and hoping. And I all, that sticks with me. And I don't want to be 90, hauling and hoping. I want to take advantage of, of what's here to build a life after real estate. So, I, you know, that is obviously definitely the biggest difference from other companies. I think I, I referred to it uh, at an event uh, in Cabo um, back in, uh, I think it was March this year, but I, uh, I, I said, you know, EXP, you know, agents are like hope dealers because, you know, most agents when at most brokerages, they're kind of stuck on a, a hamster wheel that's virtually impossible to get off of. Um, and, and, uh, you know, they have to, you know, be either really smart with their money investments or whatever. It's, it's not, you know, the majority of agents just aren't wired that way. And so by, you know, having the, the, the red share opportunity, having the, the equity piece, the ability to take 5% of your you know, GCI and put it in, it, it does um, create opportunities that actually makes real estate fun again. So it, it puts spring back in an agent's step, which, um, you know, and we all know, you know, agents that have got beat up, um, but don't know how to leave because it's a great paying industry but there's no way off the hamster wheel right. um, for, for, for agents uh, in generally speaking, if they're other real estate firms. Exactly. So how has, um, you know, how has agent attraction um, been working for you? How is that something you focus time and attention on? I won't say I probably need to spend a little more time on it. I've been lucky that all of the agents that I've attracted have just been sent to me. Um, I've had a couple agents that, 
I'll tell you, this is something you never know who's following. Okay. I tell people that when you're on, on social media, the type of information that you're putting out there, the messages that you're conveying, you never know who's following you. I have three people in my ref share now that came to me from Instagram. Literally just watching me. And I don't think that I do a superb job on social media. I'm 56 years old. Thank God for my children and my assistant, right? But obviously there is something out there, right? So you never know who's paying attention. And, you know, people want to be a part of something that's great. They want to be a part of, you know, somebody that they feel that really is in the business working it day to day. And literally three blind calls just from Instagram and people have joined me. How, how often are you publishing things on Instagram? Um, we probably put something out three times a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Okay. Some of it's informational. Some of it's fun. You know, obviously we put the, the regular sold in listings because people want to do business with people that they think are busy. Right. Um, you know, so we, we, you know, poke those things in there as well, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't really think I was doing a great job and, and you know, people, Hey, I've been watching you and I want to join EXP. How do I join? Okay. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, it didn't hit me the first time. And then the second time I was like, oh, okay. And then when it happened to me a third time, I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, you can always count on being observed. And especially if you're starting, if you're using social tools, because even if they're not technically following you, so you can't see them, doesn't mean they can't come to your page and look at what you've posted in the past. So, right. well, well, Sylvia, and EXP is a big buzz, right? Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, we, we just, uh, we're the, now we passed Remax in terms of the number of agents in the U.S. So as a brand, we're now the third largest real estate brand, single largest real estate brokerage, fastest growing in the history of real estate. So, um, and, and I work home office, like, you know, everybody in the company. So in some respects, I don't even, like, I say all that stuff. But for me, it doesn't it doesn't even register a lot of times on how big EXP is because, you know, I just go to work like everybody else. But I show up in front of my computer and, you know, connect with people and work on my projects. And then, you know, and then I, you know, and so it's kind of an, it's just interesting to just think about how big EXP has become. It's pretty, pretty uh, surreal to, to think about. In 2017, I mean, we were 2,400 agents or so back then. So you've been with EXP for... I've watched it, you know, 10,000, 15,000, 20. I'm like, wow, what is happening here? Like, it's 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 awesome to see it. Yeah. It's awesome to see it. I want to make you laugh right quick. My, um, my boyfriend was headed out and it started to rain. And he says, oh, God, I don't have my raincoat. And I said, I have a raincoat. You can go ahead and borrow it. And he says... Does it have EXP on it? Because <laughs> everything I have has EXP. This is, no, I don't have an EXP raincoat, but that's a thought. Well, we, we're, we're based, uh, we started in the Pacific Northwest, so should, we should have raincoats. Well, <laughs> well, well, Sylvia, thank you very much for jumping on today. Um, you know, you've given us some, some, uh, some clues to your business, how you've grown over the last 12 years or so. Um, you know, the... Uh, I think you've got a website, uh, livelovelucscharlotte.exprealty.com. Is that is that correct? Did I get all that That's right? Correct. I have that is correct. I have Live Love Lux Charlotte, Live Love Lux Atlanta, Live Love Lux Triad, and soon to be Live Love Lux Low Country. Okay. Oh, you you're you're well. You're covering your all all your geographies there, um, and uh, exactly. So so again, follow Sylvia. 
Um, obviously, she's on Workplace with EXP. And uh, until next time, uh, everyone have a great day. Thank you. Great day, everyone. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of VXP.